You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Devil's Advocates Rebuilding Hell Podcast, brought to you by the generous folks over at the Hockey Podcast Network. We have another exciting, informative, and well, fuck it, rant-filled podcast coming your way. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoy All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of The Devil's Advocates. I'm your host, Corey Fleetwood, alongside Shane Ryan and What's Neil up? Villapiana. How are we doing today, you guys? Come on, boys. I'm fantastic. Yeah, I'm it's great. our second last episode. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good, especially after, uh, especially after the, uh, the war of words that uh, Shane's had over the last couple of, uh, couple of days. Yeah, don't man, fucking no naps for me. No naps for anybody who didn't uh, want any piece of that fucking of what was going on in that. Nobody, nobody you can put your phone on silent. You dude, have that I, ability. Dude, dude, it didn't matter. My phone kept fucking lighting up. I got a, I got a dark room. I'm trying <laughs> it's, to set it's the mood called, and take a nap. It, Fuck hey, that hey, thing, hey, dude. Look at that. You have it? You just turn it over. Turn it put off. the screen down. You can't but, see none. That's pure it got logic. to a point to where I read one of your fucking messages, and I was like, I'm not even in this, and I'm fucking. I'm just waiting to see what the fuck great. people say. Oh, dude, it was. You great. took a nap from me, bud. But it was. It was enjoyable. Uh, Don't call lie. shit out when you can't back it up, <laughs> dude. That was, you know, it was just. It just got so out of hand, and then it got. It went from that to everybody's talking about where they want to go see another game, like road trip. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Yo, I'm hoping. So this 2014 format. Yo, as an Ottawa fan, this is blessed. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. They do the play-in. It's over. Do you, the Islanders lose? No. They jump up four spots. Yeah. We got a top, another top ten pick. Woohoo! I'm, well, exci- about- I'm excited. You know, you just get like you know the, the the Devils. You know, get to keep the damn pick from from Vancouver. That just that just makes my. But they lose the play-in though. That's true. If they lose the play and they were screwed, but yeah, that's but, why. but it's also good because what Arizona's in the playoffs and they just oh, gotta, yeah. they just got to beat Nashville Dude. and then that that Taylor Hall uh, 
what was that? That contingency goes yeah, in effect, it was right? The, it was the yeah. They said he had. It was it it, it. it. I think it becomes a second only if they make the playoffs, but he doesn't resign. So I think you no, would have no, to be make weird. the playoffs and then resigned. And honestly, mm, I thought it, I thought that they just had to get past the first round. Uh, I think I'm, I might be totally wrong about it, but honestly, like I was hearing like already like Rick Tockett was saying, yeah, Taylor Hall basically said he's going to be the only player in the league that's not going to be like, oh, I still want money, I still want as much money as possible, even though we had this quarantine and COVID nineteen. Yeah, because he he's he may be a cancer, but he's not stupid. And well, he knows that he probably won't get it. He won't get a whole lot of money if he plays on a one year deal and then it doesn't work out. Because you know, I mean, he probably play. could. It just won't be on a contender. That's true. I mean, that, go that's back to New Jersey on a one year, like ten million dollar deal. That would be interesting. And uh, some of these matchups are great. Like I, I'm telling you, Penguins versus Habs. What do we got? Maple Leafs, Blue Jackets. Which I know Shane. We're going to get – that's going to be a big topic. We're definitely going to get into that one. He is so pumped up for that. Let's go, Columbus. (laughs) Hey, you ain't lying, dude. Flames and Jets is an interesting one, I think. You know, just – Yeah, these matchups are messed. Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm loving these matchups. And I love Oilers fans complaining about the fact that they would have to play Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, and the Blackhawks in the play-in series. Pittsburgh fans talking about playing – uh carry price yeah dude like everybody everybody shit on carry price for fucking yeah. the past three years no and, fans. And they're saying they're saying yeah right? and, on well uh there's anyway <laughs> pittsburgh fans were were getting upset because when they originally had had placed it at like a three you know a three game challenge mm-hmm. saying that it wouldn't be fair because carry price could could stand on his head in three games you know like he could stand on his head in five games i think it's possible but i think at three, it's, three it's over yeah, no. They only it, need to win three. It, yeah. Honestly, honestly, if they if they take one game in Pittsburgh, just one, that series is over. They have no oh, easily have no chance. But because like, if, if you even though like honestly, obviously we know that probably they'll be playing in like at least two hub cities, and they probably won't be playing in Montreal. You know that if the if the Penguins lose one of the first two games, it's it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a massive problem for them because you're talking about players trying to get back into game shape. And, you know, sometimes with goalies, it's a little bit quicker for them than maybe it is for um, a natural skater. So if Carey Price is on his game, which he'll get, a, he'll get revived if, they, if they're definitely in the playoffs, and he'll be ready to go. And so that's going to be a massive problem. And that's why I could see Montreal making a surprise run at it, you know. They're going to lose to Philly. If they play Philly or Washington, they're done. I think, I think the big thing with Pittsburgh is, like, if there were fans, I feel like we would have a better shot because yeah. of just how rude the fans are in Pittsburgh to Matt Mer- to Matt Murray off. I think oh, that I they would get – throw that tournament like, – throw that You're series. talking about the fans that were voted as, quote-unquote, the best fans in the NHL. Right? Yeah, and then shit – dude, they, they, they shit on Flurry. Yeah. And then they – you know, Murray no, was the godsend. Happy. And now it's – they can't stand Murray. Dude, like – They are – It's just rude. They could arguably be the luckiest franchise in the history of the NHL. Easily. what they've had. Mm-hmm. They had that whole documentary they put out in 2017 where it just went through their entire history. And I was watching it and I said, they've had literally everything go their way. They've almost gotten yep. bankrupt twice. They've yeah, had guys shit pulling fans. out of it. And then like, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And then it's like, oh, you know, Matt Murray could win eight Stanley Cups, but he'll never be good as, as Marc-Andre Fleury. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but they turned like, on Marc-Andre Fleury. Like, come on. Like, yeah, that's true. They hate him up into – like. If they did the expansion draft in like 2015, mm-hmm. Flurry's walked out. 
fans would want him gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Munch, like, I agree. Munch, Pittsburgh fans are the type of people that are like, I don't want it because I know no one else can have it. Yeah. But the minute someone else wants it, I want it. And that was exactly what it was with Flurry. Yep. Because no one gave a shit about Flurry until there was talk of him going to fucking Calgary. Yeah, I know. It was, it and then was, fans were like, oh, no, don't change Flurry. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> you hated Flurry. No, you, it's Flurry could have literally it's won the Hart, won the Vesna, won the Con Smythe. And it wouldn't have mattered. It literally could have done everything and no one would have cared. Yeah, Crosby, Malkin, Latang could have all got hurt. Flurry is the only reason why you make the playoffs. Exactly. Go to the cup, you lose because you know your three best players are hurt. And he's the second player. It's like Jagir and Anaheim. Jagir and Anaheim, the most disrespected goaltender in NHL history. Oh well, I mean, other than two thousand three, but. You know, I was, he won the Conn Smythe and Con lost Con the Stanley Cup. Yeah, on the and Ducks team. fans hated him. Which I never got. I mean, they loved Ilya Brzgalov when he was in for Jaguar during that 07 playoff run to begin. And it was like... Yeah, and then Jaguar won it for him in the finals. Right, it, it, right. he stood on his head. <laughs> like, but, um, but here's the thing. Fans I'm, are I'm with, stupid. I'm with, I'm with Bayou on this that like, the fan, the fan aspect, it would change, I think, people's opinions on some of these series. But because we have this whole situation where it might only be two hub cities, and we obviously don't know where they might they might be, um, everything's kind of up in the air. You know, we 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 could have all upsets the entire playoff year because of that, because that element of the Stanley Cup playoffs is not going to be there. Yeah, I, the, what I think is, you know, I didn't grow up playing hockey, but I, I expect it is at the adrenaline level of bringing these players back to a a school, a very youthful, like playing pond hockey. You know, there's right. no one there to cheer for them. It is just playing right. strictly as a team and for passion. You know, I was I was on Twitter like recently, and I think it was um, I think it was Isha uh, with the Minnesota Wild, the, the soda pot, and he was like he was he put out a poll that said like what places in the country would you be cool with like seeing hockey and I actually said Alaska because I said you know what would be kind of cool is that if they could play out in those frozen ponds up there without like and not playing in stadiums like playing outside wouldn't that just bring another whole dynamic to making hockey even more interesting to people who don't maybe watch it and don't know about it that could get into it because I feel like that would and you know like you mentioned like you mentioned bio it's just like that whole thing with like it's, it's just the, the style of hockey we're going to see and the adrenaline rush we're going to see is like what we saw, what, like what you would see in pond hockey type of, uh, type of play. Imagine, imagine National Hockey League caliber players busting out of an ice house like on Mystery yeah. Alaska and hit, hitting would, the slopes, hitting, coming oh yeah. down to the rink. Oh, I would, <laughs> I would pay primetime money to see that. I would pay okay. serious money to watch that. So it's out of the, the playing matchups. Assuming that the seeding stays and they don't change the seeding, fingers crossed. Which of the teams have the best chance of moving on for the uh, the, the conference, like you know the division teams, the uh, top two? Yeah. Uh, so you Philly want to versus Pittsburgh or Montreal? Okay. Washington versus Carolina, New York okay. Rangers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Tampa versus the Islanders or Florida. Boston versus Toronto versus or Columbus. So we'll start with the East. Start with the East. Okay. Um, Bye. Do you want to go first? Uh, no, y'all, y'all go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess in the Penguins Canadian series, 
I would go with Montreal because, again, it's Carey Price. And I would have a hard time believing that, you know, Pittsburgh, what they're fearing is exactly what I expect, is Carey Price is going to stand on his head and, and, you know, live up to the task. That's what I see from that. Um, Carolina so about Philly? Because those are the teams Philly that Philly – With like, Montreal – and then you're asking me Montreal or Philly? Yeah, so out, um, of, out of the four division teams – yeah. yeah, yeah. Which of the four have an easier matchup? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. Oh, now. okay. Um, Pittsburgh, Montreal versus Philly. Okay. Carolina versus or Rangers versus Washington. Yeah. Islanders or Florida versus Tampa. Right. Toronto or Columbus versus Boston. Well, I could see it probably going Canadians, Rangers, Islanders, and Blue Jackets. And then I would say from that point, from from that standpoint, you would have what Boston versus who? Boston versus Columbus. Boston is going Columbus? against yeah Columbus. Uh Boston. In that sense, it would be Boston. But I think, and then you would have um, Islanders versus Tampa. Yes. Islanders versus Tampa. Flyers versus Canadians and Capitals versus um, Rangers. Um, probably the team I'm gonna go with, and this is kind of like. Because, again, there's so much unknown. I would kind of go with the Capitals, probably. And it's just because of the fact that even though the Rangers are going to be dangerous, especially because they're going to be coming into this knowing that they were just a few points out of a playoff spot and they were rolling at the time of the uh, stoppage, um, I still think that the Capitals, um, with this opportunity, probably an opportunity that's a little bit in a way you could say easier than it would have been going down the regular format. Um, I could see Washington being the team that comes out of the East. All right. By you. All right. Uh, I think Washington simply because now I picked the Rangers to move on. And I think that Washington has the better chance because yes, I, I'm excited to see Elvis Merzlikas play some more, but I think that the inexperience from Elvis Merzlikas and Corpusalo versus Washington is going to be too detrimental to their to their run. I think that New York is having a really good run at it as far as offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even even defensively they were they were pretty they were they were decent, you know, they they weren't that far out of a spot. But I think that Washington just has the overall better team compared to what they would have to face against. I think Boston now granted, we we're all going to understand that yeah, we all want and believe that Columbus yeah. is going to fucking beat the wheels off of Toronto. But still in all, I think that Boston would have a, a harder chance against a John Tortorello, you know, run Columbus team yeah. than, uh, than anything else. You know, I think the Flyers have a great, a great chance. But, but really coming down to who's got the better team going up against a team that's already had to play their, you know, three to five games, I think Washington takes it because they just overall – the better run, the better unified team mm-hmm. against a team that's really still trying to find their rhythm. Remember and keep in mind that the teams that are technically getting a bye from the playing series are going to be playing against each other to kind of warm up. So it's not like they're going to be coming into it having not played and then go up against teams that have already been playing, right. which would make a huge difference. Um, and again, the standings could also change because exactly. there is a possibility no, 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 that the standings could change. Right. I don't know how they're going to. Because remember, there's still a lot to determine and a lot to put together with this. Uh, the protocol and also, yeah, with the seating is not maybe fully, um, you know, correct. 
but this is what we have to go off of at this moment. So moving on to the West, yeah, we have Edmonton versus Chicago. As the sta- as the seating stands now, that those that matchup would end up playing against Dallas. Yeah, we have Nashville versus Arizona going against Vegas. We have Vancouver versus Minnesota going against Colorado. Yeah. We got Calgary or Winnipeg going against St. Louis. Yeah, in the first, like the official first round. Yeah, the West I think is easy to decide, in my opinion. I have more of a toss up between two teams. Um, I'm I'm kind of tossed between St. Louis and Vegas, um, because yes, St. Louis just like with Washington is the mo- is the deepest team of any of the teams that are are let are in the Western Conference. Um, and I think you're going to see that. I think um, some guys, like a guy like Alex Petrangelo, is really going to prove why he's worth the amount of money that he's expected to get in the market if he so chooses to be a free agent or signs a one-year deal and then goes back again. I also think Vegas, kind of like what they were two years ago in their first year of existence, they're kind of a team that could really surprise, especially if Marc-Andre Fleury is playing in that playoff form. If he's in that playoff form – He's going to be very, very difficult to beat. And they have probably a very competent backup in Robin Leonard. I think that that was really key for them to get Robin Leonard because in case, for whatever reason, Flurry gets hurt or he's struggling or whatever the case, I think um, having a guy like Robin Leonard in there is going to be good. Also, this Vegas team is a lot better than their first year of existence. This team is loaded with a lot more talent in guys like Pacioretty and Mark Stone and they also have several guys in the bottom six that, you know, can be those guys that you don't expect to do much in the playoffs, but can re- that, but can really, you know, kind of take the set take the tone. The yeah, exactly. Like, like Revo. Yeah. And also, here's the thing with like Pete DeBoer, and this is kind of a funny thing that I've said is that, you know, with with both his terms with the Devils and the Sharks, his first year with them, he took them to the finals. So it's hard pressed for me to not want to say that Pete DeBoer could not have that same type of Magic, and I think it would create the most like craziness for like Sharks fans, including my myself, because I am also a Sharks fan. That if you know Pete DeBoer were to get fired by San Jose, go to Vegas, and then proceed to take him to the Cup, and God yeah, forbid, find some success. Yeah, and God forbid, actually win the whole thing, which would be nuts. And, and you know, there's a chance that Vegas is one of those hub cities, so Vegas could have a lot of a lot of momentum in the playoffs, playing in their home state and playing possibly in their home arena, even if it's with no no crowd what, whatsoever. Yeah, by you. It's your turn. All right. So just like, just like Neil, there's two teams that I think, right? I think that the number one team that's got the easiest of it is Vegas. I think that the, 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 two, the two goalies that they got over there, you know, Flurry and uh, Robin Leonard, I think that that – that, that's just the icing on the on the mold that is, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights right now. Uh, I think that Nashville is nothing compared to what they were two years ago. I think Arizona is still a wash-in. Um, but then the other team that, that I would think that has a good shot would be like uh, – what you call it? I think the Avalanche versus uh, the Canucks would be a little bit better. Um, but my, my pick is going to be Vegas. So he said Nashville, and I wanted to scream. So for my, I wanted to scream. 
So for mine, for both, because I didn't answer. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, what, like, what was your answer? <laughs> I have Tampa over okay. the Islanders or Florida, because I don't trust either of those teams to actually – but if it comes down to second round Tampa matchups, not to choke. Do you trust Tampa not to choke? I trust Tampa not to choke more than I trust the Islanders or the Panthers to actually be a competitive playoff round. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like I don't trust I didn't trust Florida to win the games they needed to win to knock yeah. Toronto to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I don't trust Florida or the Islanders to be a competitive team against Tampa. And then uh, it's Vegas in the West. Um so we're all in agreement on that. Just be, because Nashville and Arizona, I don't trust them. Will we get – what will happen I, with that? You know, will Duchesne and Turris and Johansson finally show up? Right. Or will – and will Rene show up? Will Yaros have to stay – like, there's so many questions for Nashville. And they're Same thing with Arizona. Not as there's, good as there's so many question marks going on with Arizona that Vegas – has the if they if that's the matchup, whoever whoever is the team, don't care if it's Colorado, St. Louis, or Dallas, whoever has that matchup right. has the easiest, you know, matchup to head into the second round. Yep, easy. Yeah, um, yeah obviously Calgary and Winnipeg, in my opinion, is the second easiest. I I don't trust that Winnipeg defense. That Winnipeg defense is going to get eaten alive by St. Louis or any of the top four teams. Calgary's goaltending is too hit or miss, and their scoring has been way too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I oh, mean, outside of, like, outside of that Tampa one or that New York-Florida, you know, I think Columbus, if for whatever reason, that Toronto-Columbus matchup ends up against Tampa. Yeah. I can, can seriously consider Columbus beating Tampa. Well, they, it would be in their head. It would clearly for for Tampa, it would be, it would it, be in their head like we're not. Yeah. We, we can't do this again. So, and in the East, you know, yeah, Philly's great, but they weren't that great on the road. Mm-hmm. They were a much better home team. Yeah. So if they're on a if they're on a hub city kind of playoff, they don't have that home ice advantage. Exactly. That's so, why it's harder for me to see as many upsets because of the fact that we might be only playing in two arenas. Yeah. And so I mean, it's like, you know, how does it work? And then Carolina, a healthy Carolina team. Yeah. You know, let's say Vantanen comes back. Hamilton. You know, there's so many guys that could come back. Yep. The Rangers aren't strong enough. They're top heavy. You know, yeah, their goaltending is good. But, but it's ex- in ex- experience. Their defense. You're gonna, you're gonna trust two goaltenders who've right. never been in the playoffs. To, right. You know. Oh, and then I just I don't know. I think the the team that has the easiest path to the second round would be whoever faces Nashville versus Arizona, or the Islanders or versus Florida. I, can, I, I think that there's a good chance that we could see a, a Washington-Vegas series again. I think there's a good chance of that. Um, or Washington. Or, or, or Tampa. You know, again, if Tampa, since they're playing in a hub city, uh, they might not have to worry about it. And see, that's why it's hard with, all, with wondering about how many upsets could we see because a lot of those, you know, teams that are considered inferior in these playoff rounds, they sometimes use the whole, you know, playing at home and playing for their home crowd – 
as somewhat of an advantage. Now, like even if you look at Columbus, like Columbus went up two games to none, winning both games in in Tampa, but they still had to go home and win the next two games. And their crowd was in a frenzy because it was like, we're playing the best team in the regular season. We're up two games to none, and we have a chance to have a, a humongous upset. And then you saw like a team like like Carolina last year that went you know knocked off the defending Stanley Cup champions. They beat the crap out of the Islanders and had a relatively fighting chance at times against Boston in the conference finals. So Boston was just that much better. Right. Well, that's you know it was one Carolina was one of those teams that was riding on a high. They were riding on an emotional, emotional high. And that's where the lack of crowd and the lack of crowd noise is going to play a factor with all these teams. Because it's like, you're talking about what if they're in a game five situation and we're in overtime and someone scores the game winner to win a series. It's like, how is it going to feel? Is it going to feel the same? Probably not. Especially with all the guidelines about, you know, social distancing. We're not going to have dog piles like we used to have. So there's going to be... Things like I, I like. What are they going to do? Elbow each other the whole the whole down the whole way uh the whole way down. Yeah, I mean it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, I definitely think that we could see Boston, St. Louis, Washington. My top four is Boston, Washington, St. Louis, and Vegas. Yeah. I don't that really. Means, I don't yeah. see any other teams topping them. Yeah, mine would be. Like you, Boston, Washington, and then on the west it would be Vegas and probably ah, oh, like I feel like it's Dallas, like, Colorado. You know, I feel pretty confident in Colorado. What about Calgary? Could Calgary make a run? If Riddick, if Riddick or Talbot, yeah, you're counting on Riddick or Talbot to stand on it, like become a number one goalie again. Right. You're counting on Lindholm. Goudreau and Monaghan to wake the hell up. You know, you, there's so many things that you're Jones. counting on out of Calgary that you, that without that, you can probably get past Winnipeg. But you're going to need those guys to show up come that first official round. Yeah. It's the, when you're playing, when you have to play another team like Colorado or St. Louis. Yeah. Right, because that's most likely who their matchup's going to be. Mm-hmm. Even Dallas and and Vegas, like if, if you're any of those four teams, yep. I don't feel confident in saying that Calgary can go on a run unless Riddick turns up the heat. Who was it last week that said Tyler Stegan was not the same as he once was? That was Bayou. That was me, and I kind of lost so, it. So Bayou, so if if Dallas goes to the conference finals or even the Stanley Cup finals, and Tyler Sagan is not like is playing at a high level. I'm going to buy you and send to you a Tyler Sagan shirt that you have to wear. You don't think I wouldn't wear that? I love oh, fucking Dallas. Own. I love Dallas. I like Tyler Sagan. I just want more product. from him. Right, it's Dude, like anybody wants to send fucking product to the Paris, you know, fucking right. take it and I'll wear it and I'll be like, what more boy, do you Neil want to do? Right, right. No, it's just. I want him to be Mr. Game Seven of Dallas. Like, okay, but, but they this never is have Williams. <laughs> Who? Wait, what no if they never have Justin to go to Game Williams. Seven? Though? What if they never have to go to Game Seven? What if then I want him to play games one to three, shut out a team, and be Mister Fucking, you know, Mister Go To. I need him right. to be you the fucking stand up champ. 
he wants to see Sagan have something like 15 goals and 12 assists on the seat in the, in the playoffs. He just wants him to win the Conn Smythe. So yeah. no, I don't want him. To, I don't short? care if you don't win the fucking Conn Smythe. I just want him to turn it up. I want to see, you know, like fucking <laughs> playoff caliber Seguin every day of his fucking. Seguin. Whatever. I don't. Dude, uh, uh, you want to go not, into it? it it's no, it's fucking Quebec again. again, bud. Gentlemen, we're not Quebec. doing this again. Quebec. Oh shit, Sagan. Sagan. Dude, you know, you said Sagan, and I was like, okay, I guess that's just a different way to say it. And then I've never heard it like that. And then I fucking hear someone else say it like that. I'm like, have I just been fucking missing something? Does the South just call this guy fucking Seguin? So Shane, Shane, this is your this is your job for the rest of the week. You have to find a way to contact Thomas Sagan and ask him how to ask him personally how to pronounce the last name so we can get a. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. What's up? Yeah. Bayou. Okay. Who's better, Sagan or O'Reilly? What? Wait a minute. Like, over what ground? Offensive production. Let's just go off that. In, 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 in both regular season and postseason, correct? In career or the, or the pre or, or, or this season? In regular season. season. Let's just, over the last four years, who do you think? Over the last four. Oh, this is rough. Just an offensive numbers. Just an offensive numbers. The last two and a half, technically. <laughs> Who do you think is better? Well, fucking Ryan Riley just, just got to St. Louis. You know, he had a great fucking season last year. But, I mean, what? He, was just, he, he wasn't really getting the fucking play over in a fucking in Buffalo. Dude, it's, it's going to be Tyler Seguin. You just teeing it up to be a fucking Tyler Seguin show. <laughs> Seguin. <laughs> Can we get the Dallas pod to come on one time and just do this whole debate? Barley? Let's get Barley on your call next week. right now. Like. <laughs> so no, no, bye. When this, when this episode comes out, you need to tag them. You need to tag the Dallas guys and get and just be like, all right, this is this whole this whole episode is just for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Farles will give it a listen. I guarantee it. He ain't doing nothing but working the grocery stores like me right now. So he's got the time. Yeah, Tyler Seguin's probably got the best overall fucking in the past three years, and I'm gonna I'm gonna base it off of playing okay. with at least a I wouldn't say well put together team, but he's been in one team for the past three years, and I think O'Reilly's fucking just he was good in Buffalo and needed the change, and he comes to St. Louis and fucking does pretty was, damn good. What about Patrice Bergeron or Seguin? What? That's not a comparison. That's fucking rude. That's, That's rude. How? He's playing with Pasternak and Marchand. Yeah, but he's How also fucking yeah, he, 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 he also gets hurt. defensive forward in the NHL. He's still playing with two of the best offensive it's players in the Patrice league. Patrice Bergeron. Patrice Bergeron won, won like <coughs> five Selkie trophies in his career already. So? When like tw- he's still playing with two of the best offensive players and in also, the league. And also, correct me if I'm wrong. Just correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I might be totally wrong with this. But isn't Patrice Bergeron a centerman? So is Sagan. Okay, fair enough. Sagan. <laughs> it's like an anime name. Oh, um, God. Oh, God. I'd go Patrice right, Bergeron. I don't give a fuck, one. dude. No, if if I got you got one. a healthy Bergeron, dude, he's going to blow Sagan. What about Stamkos? Here, here, here. I got one. I got I don't, one. I, got I think, think Sagan's better than Stamkos. Shane, I got one for you. Who's, who's okay. better? Who's better? Corey Schneider or Bo Horvat? <laughs> That's an unfair comparison. Yeah, exactly. It's Corey Schneider. Horvat, hundred percent. Every Horvat all the way. you don't see it, but like literally every time something about Corey Schneider gets brought up on Twitter, I tag 
I had. Uh, no, Are you sending it had, to me? Okay, who's double- better, Austin Matthews or Jack Eichel? Oh, Jack fuck. Eichel. Jack Eichel, dude. I think, I think so. if you I think put Jack, Jack Eichel, if, if you get some, a team around him, the dude's fucking ruthless. Look who, look who Austin Matthews plays with, and then look who Jack Eichel plays with. Thank you. <laughs> Holy shit! Someone Anthony. finally sees it. <laughs> hey, dude, we've talked about this before. <laughs> Fuck, I hate Matthews. I hate Matthews. I don't mind him. Look, I think I think he's just he was bred to be the the golden boy over there, and they've put all the pieces around him to make it work. Here, here right? was and the, it's here not it's just not working because they're they're not doing it the right way. You know, I think talk- you put Jack Eichel in that position. He doesn't need everybody to fucking come in. His talent alone could fucking run it. I could see that. And you know, the funny thing is that everybody talks to me about how great Austin Matthews is. And they say, you want to know like the one, one moment you can point at to say Austin Matthews is a great player, but, but like, is it, is he really a game changer? How many goals did he score in his first NHL side, game? Bud? How many goals by how many goals did Austin Matthews score in his first game? Four. He scored four. Did they win the game? Put the L so. against no, they Ottawa, lost. They man. They lost the game. Score like, four goals and that? still lose. How does one do that? How does one score four goals, be that sensational in your rookie, in your in your NHL debut, and you still – and didn't they lose – were they lose in a shootout? Yeah. Turn yeah. us with the, over, with the game winner. You lost Damn. to Ottawa. Four goals. Four out of his five goals. Four out of the five goals were scored by him. And people thought, you know, when, when, when Connor McDavid and the Oilers were, were riding high in, like, 2017, they go and play, what, Anaheim in the second round. They had a 4-1 lead in the Yo, that first was a series. shit. And choked yeah, it. Yeah, they and choked it. They also got that fucking ass beat. Like, yeah, but that officiating was garbage. Like, Anaheim shouldn't even beat Calgary. Bro, I'm, I'm saying that. Bro, McDavid and Matthews are great players. But let's look at it this way. Are they players that even without very little talent, they could still make their team incredibly good? I don't McDavid think David so. can. I uh, well, you, you, he does have someone named Leon Dreisel that I even with dude, that. he's put up four hundred and twenty-one points, <laughs> and that's not even since his rookie year. I'd like to see Austin Matthews go to a team that has very little talent and see what he can do. He's put up four hundred and sixty-nine points since he's entered nice. the league. Nice. McDavid is up here. Matthews is down here. Switch McDavid and, and Matthews. McDavid and the Leafs win the cup. This has nothing to do with the fact that I you're. Think, I think that Drysaddle. Right? I literally just has, said has, that with McDavid. It has nothing the to do with that the on the Oilers. I think Drysaddle is, is going to be a Yari Curry to either player. Yeah. Like that kid's just dynamic. But um, McDavid with Marner and Nylander yeah. winning the cup. All right, so. So here's our here's our plan. So we're all hoping for madness in the playoffs. We're hoping for absolute. I want it to be a fucking shit show. I want it to be people like exactly like last year when they were like, okay, we're gonna reset, we're gonna recalibrate the fucking thing. You guys can redo what you believe would be the end game because everybody's fucking first rounds were destroyed and fucking beat the shit. Like Vegas blowing a three-one lead. That was pure chaos right there. Dude, I want it to be just as as detrimental to like hockey analysts like egos and fucking brains as last year's first round was. I want the whole fucking playoffs to be like this. And you know what's good is that if the NHL is the first league in the United States to come back and play and has this much chaos, 
the amount of people that will become hockey fans after this is all said and done is going to go through the roof. It yeah. really will. I fucking and hope so, so, dude. We're asking for chaos, and we're asking for Dallas to win the cup so that uh, Biden can feel better about Tyler Sagan. Dude, <laughs> dude, I, I'd shake his fucking hand. I'd shake his hand right now. I want Dallas to fucking win. I just want a Southern team to fucking take it again. We also want to see. We also want to see Vancouver do well, so that Bo Horvat could have like twenty goals in the playoffs. So Bo Horvat lifts the cup as a <laughs> as a captain of Vancouver, and then you have New Jersey Devils fans sobbing in the corner because they could have had that, but no, they just have to get Schneider. <laughs> oh oh man. This guy got fleeced in a trade by Jim Benning. That's how I feel. Yeah. You're dumb. You're fucked in the, up. In the long term. Jesus. You couldn't fault it in the moment. You couldn't yeah, fault it. Yeah, you could. It was unnecessary. You had so many issues. <laughs> Goaltending wasn't the problem. You couldn't score. So you went and get a goaltender you didn't fucking need. Yeah. That's like having fucking oh God. massive amounts of toilet paper and going out and buying more toilet paper but not fixing the fucking Wait. clogged toilet. So basically, you're just calling out millions of Americans. Is that what's going on? And Canadians. I mean, Canadians are at fault here, too. But We're it's the fact that you just went to grab something you didn't need. You should have bought a plunger All right, so uh, or toilet paper. This, this is the case that we need. We need Vancouver versus Dallas in the, in the conference finals. We need Vancouver versus New Jersey. Horvat with the game winner. But Wish Schneider in it. it. But the Devils aren't in it. Not this year. I'm talking about this year. <laughs> oh, I don't care about this year. Vancouver better oh, lose. Jesus. <laughs> He's like, like, oh, I thought we were talking about two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, we need Vancouver, Dallas, and we need probably, like, Columbus and – Columbus fucking... and Carolina. Why not? I don't care. Why not? I'd love it. I'd love it. Midwestern teams going at it. I would take that. I mean, Vancouver is a Pacific team. Okay, but if it was Carolina – I mean, it's just Columbus versus uh, – <laughs> Fucking Dallas, yes. When you when you all man, did you fail geography or did yeah. they not teach you Canadian geography in the states? But we don't know fucking Canadian geography. I can tell you. I don't that know from how to South. pronounce certain players' names apparently either. Hey, but that's just my fucking. That's my style. That's all. You know, I put some no, twang on it. Butchering no, last like, names. Here's the thing. I'm from Jersey, and everybody says, "Ooh, you got that accent." I'm like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> oh, you definitely do. You got that Jersey accent. No, they say they say coffee. This is the best. Coffee is the best example. Of you want some coffee, and I'm like, coffee. coffee. You want some That's, coffee with the, that? You sound like I've my never fucking once mother. in my like, life ever said I want coffee because I'm not coffee. like that. You want some coffee? You want that some is coffee? because. No, that's only because MTV decided to get people from Staten Island to come down and act like they know the damn state. You said coffee. coffee. That sounds like fucking Mark Wahlberg. Coffee. Coffee, eh? I'm that boots. Fuck you. Fuck you. Damon. The fucking Bruins. Oh, shit. Oh, but... What you, Yo, what you got? Half this time. Dude, oh, shout, out to Br- shout out to Brits and Bruins, by the way. Um, what was it? One of the guys posted a new video on his YouTube channel today. Oh, he's fucking hilarious, dude. That's dude, uh, that's you, Odd Man Rush. Bro, Odd yeah. Man Rush. Shout out to him. He posted his first video. He's playing He's playing EA Sports NHL on the wing. He's playing <laughs> Pee Wee to Pro. Deadass. He's playing Pee Wee to Pro today. And I'm like, 
I got to watch this later because I swear to God, this is hysterical. Dude, he's, he did, he did that one on like the bloody, uh, I, forgot, I forgot what it's called. It's like uh, blood bloody something. Mary? No, shut the fuck up. What? It's blood something. Um, Wait, Bloody Mary. No, it's it's not the fucking drink, and it's not the stupid game you play when a kid. But it, it's just like goon hockey game. Oh my god, you gotta jinx the world. No, but uh, it was on his YouTube page, and it was fucking hilarious. Dude, uh, he posted one also like a week ago, and this is more for Shane. It's the buyer's remorse. This is a Benajad Brassard trade. Hey, I still okay with that trade. He was part of that 2017 run. Yeah, okay with it. Okay no, with but it. I, I he's already. Yo, I gotta see like NHL. Yeah, so the video is called NHL Slapshot Pee Wee to Pro Career Episode One. Strapping on the pads, <laughs> playing goalie on the wing. Oh no! Fucking slapshot. Someone oh, already God. commented saying this game is so nostalgic for me. Yeah. It's fucking old. So shout out, to Od- shout out to Odd Man Rush, by the way, for the sick vid, as always. But Anyways, we have to wrap this up. So yeah, we do a half hour. Yeah, bud. I mean, we, we we got into it. You know, I say a half hour. I'm man. expecting 45, which is where we at. Um, But, you know, that that's what that's what just happens when us three right. get together. But yeah, uh, we, Shout out to Tyler Sagan. We need to have you come on the pod <laughs> so we can settle this debate once and for all. Yeah, come on here. Schneider, you can come on too. I'd be nice. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be on fucking mute for that. I, I, get all of them. Get I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, same not gonna join in on you guys teeing off of this fucking guy. Like, you had enough. <laughs> had enough. Boys. Throw in the towel. Oh, shout out to and all the Quebecers, by the way. We're also asking for you guys to come on as well. We don't. <laughs> no. Dirty Quebecers. Is it Quebec no. or Quebec? Let us know, Quebec folks. Quebec or Quebec? The the account to check out is at Centurion Overtaking. Hashtag bring the Nordiques back. Gross. Yes. Nordiques. With uh, Kansas City Scouts. Fuck the Devils. uh, Oh fuck! What's his name? With uh, with Mark as their coach. Eric Lindros. Eric Lindros. (laughs) (laughs) Got to go on eBay and got to find an Eric Lindros Nordiques jersey. Oh man. Probably the one he didn't put on. Eric Lindroff for Peter Forsberg. Man, did that backfire. Yeah. Can we just talk about that? Peter Forsberg oh, for Eric Lindroff. Oh, my God. This is an extra 10. Keep going. No, no shame. No, this is fucking stupid. Uh, is <laughs> Forsberg that it? would go win cups. That's Lindros it? would end his career with concussions. Because he's a fucking idiot. No, technically, both franchises failed out because Quebec didn't exist. He went to Colorado Colorado and won cups. The year it after still worked. It, it, it's it still part of their history. They're about the, the fucking Jets. They Quebec decided to take the big brother. Hold on. What? Do Quebecers get to celebrate that? No. They no. do not. You know what, Dale? You know what? Winnipeg doesn't get to celebrate anything that Phoenix wins. <laughs> my, because the Jets aren't the Jets. They're but, the fucking Chinese copycat. Winnipeg has They're the a team cheap again. knockoff. Winnipeg has a team again. They're what the cheap knockoff. Said. Cheap knockoff. That's it. It's just like if the Nordiques come back, they'd be the cheap knockoff. Anyway, the Nordiques come back. Instead of Mark, I met Dale. And uh, Dale Hunter will come back. Dale (laughs) Hunter. Coach the fucking Nordiques. Cheap knockoff. Fucking victory. Uh, We need a team team in New Orleans. How about that? Gross. I fucking know that. I know that. Fuck you. Playing in the Smoothie (laughs) King Center. 
the Smoothie King Center. Let let let's let's let our listeners understand the stadium that the Pelicans play in is called, and I quote, the Smoothie King Center. Yeah, it's trash. We also talked about how they have the the Saints logo is like part of the Quebec flag. Can we just talk about that? What are you trying to What are you trying to say? Canada's fucking awesome, (laughs) and we rule. That's all I say. Yeah, because fucking Louisiana, well, at least New Orleans and and, and down the road, everything past New Orleans going down the road was established by fucking, you know, Canadians. So, I mean, you you can, you can tote your fucking boat all day. Look, bud, I'm your fucking, your your white trash relative, bud, from like, you know, 37 (laughs) generations (laughs) down. So. You know, I, I, I better not need a fucking uh, I'm not gonna you know, a green card to come over there. No passport. You don't no need nothing. a green card to come to Canada. We don't got those. <laughs> You're like, get that free health care. Yeah, I'm coming up fucking there for the free right. health care, bud. The the f- when health care is a privilege or is a right, not a privilege. I wouldn't know what that is. What is free health care? What is that? It's beautiful. It's, called- it's funny because we make a joke. Where where guns are guns are a right, healthcare is a privilege. It's <laughs> a privilege. Jesus Christ! By well, folks, the, name of, the, what's the up? name of this episode is uh, free free healthcare. Free healthcare. Name of this episode is needs it. Free healthcare. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, folks, we're gonna we're gonna end it right there because we'll just keep fucking going, and then that's just more I gotta edit. But uh, you Fox know, let's do you. some. <laughs> Let's let's do some closing remarks. Uh, remarks. As for me, you can uh, keep it short, me. Neil. <laughs> yeah, uh, pound sign, fucking plug, Lord. Um, you can find me Bayou Benders on Instagram and Twitter. Neil, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at t h e n v p s h o w. I was uh, live tweeting the uh, the Tom Brady Peyton Manning golf match uh, before we got on here. Um, oh, you really are that much of a loser. Don't be mean. Don't be mean to him. We have no live so rude. What the hell are you talking about? Why are you live tweeting golf? Because why not? Because for once I can make fun of Tom Brady and say he sucks and I can't be wrong about it. Okay? So live tweeting it? Shane, plug, I mean, fucking Neil, plug your book. I'm finishing it. I'm fin- you can find me on Instagram at NVPQB11 and you could also check out my book on Amazon.com, J-E-T-S, Pain, 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 The Pain and Suffering of Being a Jets Fan. Also I'm check jealous. out the most the mo- <laughs> cute. Also check out the Mofobo. And, and, and now now Shane's cat has interrupted our broadcast. Hey, he uh, doesn't stop you from talking. No, so it's shut true. up. <laughs> but you can also check out the Mofobo Network podcast and YouTube channel. I have a couple of guests coming on. Uh, one guy from NFL Films coming on uh, this week. So Go check How down. How much are you paying them? What? How much are you paying them to come on? Nothing. Oh, that's surprising. I have connections. Contrary yeah, to popular belief. Bank. Contrary to popular belief, I know people. Yeah, money speaks. Shane, where can we fucking reach you? Uh, you can reach me at Shane underscore. CFL is overrated. What? CFL is overrated. Don't fucking do this. You want to talk about overrated? The NFL is overrated. (laughs) We got places to be today. (laughs) Uh, You can find me at Shane underscore Ryan 97, Centurion 92, 13th Man Pod, all on Twitter. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I guess go Devils. (laughs) 
Go oh, devil, stay blessed, stay inside, devil. don't be stupid. It's Quebec We're and the game. Goodbye. <laughs>